Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at one story or narrative-focused game and give our thoughts about it. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this week, we took a look at Later Alligator, a game developed by Small Boo. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I'm probably not. And you are. Pillow Fight. Um, it is a kind of point-and-click style game. You can get it on Steam right now. It costs about 18 American dollars. I wrote that out. I'm not sure why I felt the need to <laughs> make a distinction, but I guess it's different in Canadian dollars, so who knows? Uh, and this came out just a little bit ago. It came out September 18th, 2019. Um, and it is a, it's, it's an interesting one for us. It's kind of, I think, maybe a different style of game than we would normally take a look at. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Alex said point and click, and I want this to be very clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your genre, your genre that you're typically associating with point and click is not this game. This is actually taking the name point and click much better. Like these are just mm-hmm. mini games involving the mouse in between a lot of great writing and like characters and stuff like that. So this is not a puzzle. Take the fish. Do you want the fish? Okay, you got me cranberries. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not that mm-hmm. style. No, no, none of that shit. This is strictly no dropsy kind of. No dropsy, one. none of that shit. I'm kidding. Dropsy was fine. We had the developer on an episode. I can no longer talk shit about dropsy and not immediately feel like a trash person. <laughs> <laughs> you can make so, fun of me for liking dropsy though. Oh, and I do constantly when you're not around. <laughs> Don't even worry about that. Um. Yeah, so basically, like Duncan said, just kind of give you an idea for where we're coming at with later Alligator um, and kind of the structure of this episode. Uh, I'll explain it a little, give us some thoughts about it, and then we'll kind of, you know, freeform talk a little bit. Um, so later Alligator, like you said, it's, you know, I, I say point and click because I think it's the closest analog. For sure. But I don't really, like, again, it's none of those point and click tropes are in here. That's just the way that you interact with everything. But it's kind of, it's got a very light-hearted humorous tone you um the whole game takes place in kind of like a noir looking gray sepia tone is that last one correct i don't remember what sepia tone means no, i'm not an art brown. man mm, i was pretty close um noir. I like how you're qualifying <laughs> for not knowing what sepia tone is is i'm not an old man i i meant to say art man i just didn't do it well. <laughs> I'm not an old man. <laughs> anyway, later alligator. Um, again, so very like gray, noir-looking uh, New York City. Except for the difference with this is every person that you would run into is actually uh, an animated and very cute-looking alligator. Um, oh my god! And you're not in New York City. You're an alligator, New York City. I <laughs> love that. That's what they decided the name should be. That's, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely perfect. Um, so the whole structure of the game, you know, you you're introduced to this character Pat, who is an adorable alligator wearing kind of like a scarf and a hat, um, like a, maybe like a kerchief. I don't know what that is either. I'm also not. They care a, so much. I they care so much. Um, <laughs> you meet him, and he's kind of very nervous, and is like, "Oh, I think my family's trying to like you know rub me out because I'm." you know, belong to a crime family, you got to figure it out. There's an event later tonight where they're going to make me sleep with the fishes. You got to figure it out. Uh, and so you just go around the entire city talking to members of his very large family uh, and trying to get information about this um, this event going on later tonight and their relationship to Pat. And it's, oh, the game oozes with charm. We should say up front, this is a game that was definitely designed, and they even mentioned on the Steam page, to be um, enjoyable for people of all ages. So it doesn't deal with, like, very heavy themes. It's not, like explicitly dark or anything like that but the writing is very witty and very clever um and it it kind of moves and the it, the animation style and music is also absolutely charming um i 
I was pretty much in love with this game at first blush, and and without getting into to spoilers, how did you how did you feel about this one, Duncan? Yeah, so I've got an interesting journey with this one, um, and I think we'll come back to this wrap around this one a little bit. But I was just not in the mood for this when I first launched it up, and uh, I was having like actual like visual difficulties with the animations and being like, I can't like. I can't focus on the text because, like, I saw these, like, really cute, jumpy animations and it bothered me. And I don't know if I was just in a crappy mood or, you know, what my kind of, like, where I was mentally. But I closed the game. I talked to you about it. And I'm like, I'm just not, I don't know if I'm feeling this one. And you're like, oh, no, I, you know, I played it and it's it's pretty decent. And then I came back around and I started playing it again. And I swear it just wasn't, like, because you're like, oh, this is actually good, <laughs> ding dong. I just, I'm like, oh, these things that bothered me do not previously bother me anymore. And I started laughing at it and, like, having a really fun time with it. I also think my perspective on it might have been a little bit different or expectations, mm. I should say. Mm-hmm. I was expecting more of, like, an easy point and click mystery kind of adventure. Um, like I knew it was going to be funny and goofy, but for some reason I expected more of a mystery and not just like a series of mini games and conversations, which don't get me wrong. I love it now. But then I was kind of like, Oh really? This is the loop. You know, yeah, I was a little disappointed, but if, I, if you have that notion in your head, I think it would be very surprising. And I do think that the steam store page gives you a little bit of that feeling. Um, at least when I read it, I was like, oh, maybe it'll be more like that. But I think going into it, knowing what you're getting makes a huge difference. And I, I, I can't say whether or not I would have had that same reaction because when you talked to me about it before I started playing it, I then kind of knew what I was in for. So I don't know if, you know, I, I can't corroborate that feeling or not. For sure. And again, this doesn't give too much but it gives i think just enough to maybe hook you in if this isn't something you're interested in already uh it it almost kind of trolls you with the like the intro and the description about pat being worried about his family rubbing him out you learn very quickly within the first hour that they're just planning a surprise birthday party for him yeah i mean (laughs) the whole game is really only about like one run of the game is probably an hour and a half maybe um so it's it's a it's a very short game but yeah it's you talk to like one or two people and you're like, huh, maybe, I don't know. They all seem pretty nice. And then people start being like, oh yeah, I can't tell you anything about it, but I got the cake for tonight. And like, <laughs> well, I'm bringing the music. And it's like, oh, so this is, all right, so this is just a party then. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I really, I really did love this game's charm. I'm a, I'm a charm guy. You know, it's just, I'm a charm type. If I was a Pokemon type, I'd be a charm type. That's one, Good right? No. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, why not? Sure. What's it weak to and what's it strong against? Uh, It is weak to... Mm. Uh... Mm. Gonna make claims and can't okay. back them up. I all right, all right. hold on, hold on. It is super effective against my feelings. That's right. I'm super <laughs> effective against myself. And, ah, uh, yes, the other ghost. great Pokemon type, my feelings. <laughs> my feelings. <laughs> is... I love that they made Charizard a flying my feelings Pokemon. <laughs> No need to continue this bit and drive it into the ground. Um, So with that being said, I think it would be very bad of us, just bad boys, to just go through this game beat by beat and talk about Mm -hmm. the characters that you talk to because it's not that kind of game. You're not going to get any entertainment value out of that. You don't want to hear us talk about who our favorite alligators are. And listen, we would love to. I'm... 
I, I, my hands are shaking right now because I want to talk about my favorite alligator, but I can't do it because <laughs> I, I'm bound by these podcast chains. So instead of that, I think we should kind of talk about some things about this game that relate to games in a past that we've played as well as like other point and click kind of adventures or like the lightheartedness of this and just how it's different and what we enjoyed about it on a higher concept level. I think you're correct, but I will say I do want to talk at least a little bit about my favorite gators. No, no. favorite mini games. No. That's all I want to do, Duncan. I just want to talk about the gators. If we, if you've played later, Alligator, and you want to hear us share our favorite gators, please wait till the end. We will do it at the end, but... <laughs> please wait in the queue. We will discuss the gators <laughs> we liked uh, at, as soon as we close at five o'clock. God, I love um, the I love the image of people waiting in line to hear. How fucking egotistical are we right now that we think that people give a flying fuck about what gator is our favorite? Hey, you know what? Some people do. Some people are like, I love that because I've had this experience. We're being wild with this podcast. Let's just do it. I've had the experience of listening to a podcast where people are talking about a video game or a piece of media that I've played or read or watched or something like that, and. I will gravitate towards them for two reasons. One is kind of what we try to do, which is have, you know, if not an interesting take on it, at least kind of like, oh, we're going to dig deeper. Or we're going to try and talk about like bigger themes or we're going to try and like, you know, do do some sort of a dissection to it. But then sometimes it'll be like, man, not a lot of people played later Alligator. I just want someone to tell me how much they loved Tall Jared. Like that's come mm-hmm. on. Just just hit me up with that. <laughs> Inject it into my veins. Um Let's talk a little bit about the kind of structure of this game and how it relates to other games in this genre, I guess? Because we mentioned that like it, it's kind of like a point-and-click adventure without the puzzle, um, and it is kind of. But what it made me realize is, oh man, I would love point-and-click adventure games if they just didn't have the puzzles. Right, right. It's... Ah. Because so all it does is replace instead of doing a puzzle when you talk to a family member, you know you get a little bit of dialogue with them and then they each have their own kind of unique mini game, um, and that's pretty much the entire loop of the game is doing these kind of unique mini games with the family members and the way that you explore the world and even like the way that you kind of move the mouse around to see where the cursor changes to figure out like what items you can interact with. I kind of always assumed that I that was part of point and click adventure games that I didn't like because notoriously on this podcast I have been very anti point and click adventure games because I think that they frustrate me. But I realized it's really just the bad logic in the puzzles. That's the only thing I think I don't like about point and click adventure games. Hmm. That's interesting because see I um I think that cuz I've admitted that I'm a guide boy when it comes to yes. point and click adventures games and I never will not be and it's just a it's, better way to experience them. Yeah, and I think that what you're talking about is very similar to just playing a point and click adventure game with a guide if you can't figure it out in 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> you are correct, but the difference here is that I still don't like I don't have to feel like I'm cheating the game. The core mechanic, mm. this like playing of a mini game is still like it is still the core part of the game. It is still the loop is playing the mini game whereas if you use a guide on a point and click adventure game there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's a fun way to play those games, but you kind of bypass the entire loop of the game. And something like this is like, hey, we made this cool world. 
live in it, enjoy it. Here's the gameplay loop. And like, I, I don't think this game is without its flaws. I think some of the mini games are bad. You play Old Maid three times, and man, I don't like Old Maid at all. That's not a fun <laughs> card game. Yeah, Old Maid sucks. I never knew what Old Maid was. And then when it popped up and said Old Maid, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm going to learn a whole new card game. And it's just all chance. It and, is uh, straight chance, man. <laughs> I do like the progression, though, of because you play like old maid with the like uh the uh, a mom and then you play old maid with the mom's sister and then you play it some other form of old maid with the grandma and it just keeps going old older and oldest maid it's yeah. that kind of humor that it's bringing to the table all right <laughs> it's very good um yeah, so I don't know. I think I think this style of game it just it worked for me in a way that I was genuinely not expecting. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I don't know why this worked for me so much, and I'm trying to like dissect it <laughs> on air. And like you would think that I would have done some of this legwork before we recorded the podcast. I'm no, like, why did it's... this click for me? Which is interesting because <laughs> I looked at my handwritten notes, and the first note I had was, "Why did this click?" Question mark. And then I walked away from that <laughs> question entirely. Let me let me try and let me try and pour some uh, some love sauce over this. I think. I don't now, know what that hold means. Hold on. <laughs> Let me try and pour some logic sauce over this. Hey, that's better. Some donkey sauce. There right, we so go. We found it. We found it eventually. So I think why you might... And you mentioned something about like feeling like you're cheating the game. I've never felt mm -hmm. like I've cheated the game when I follow a guide. But anyways, I, I want... Now, hold on. Hold on. Because we played the entirety of I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. And I'm not sure you or I did a puzzle in that game. No, and I don't feel like I cheated the I'm really? not okay. I must scream either. I feel like the game cheated me. <laughs> 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 okay. But okay, I think that's you and that's a side note. But anyway, I think you like this a lot, and I feel like this is the reason why I like it a lot, is because these are just like short little zines or something. I don't know what the per the good word for it is. They're mm. these nice little sections of gameplay that you get to go into and then you just get to leave them within minutes and then move on to the next one and it's a sort of like collectathon e mechanic yeah with just something to do in the middle and you have a great reason to collect it because you are you know a, you're getting dialogue along the way that is super fun but like you get it you're getting these family badges and it's like you you put them into this family tree that's all blank and there's just this like really nice feeling of collecting pictures of a family to put into a family tree and like clicking around the corners of things to get to these different people and then being like ooh what are they going to throw at me and like kind of like looking at their their slightly stereotyped uh <laughs> like interests like the the workout the workout alligator and shit like that like of course yeah. but they yeah. always surprise you like they always kind of surprise, surprise you, you. and workout alligator amazing. is really just doing it so that his bird friend can also get really buff and get that's swole god that's very good <laughs> yeah and and it, it's this kind of like nice tiny little experiences where i feel like with a point and click adventure game it's this one long mechanic of item to item to item to key to key to key to mm -hmm. conversation with the same sort of narrative i guess yeah i i would say that's pretty much it right you've got a the the narrative here does not take 
center stage more so to speak right like it is all character based and i think that is also maybe part of my problem with point and click adventure games traditionally is they're very like they have strong characters but because you spend so much time figuring out this puzzle and going back and forth between places you've already been like those characters start to seem stale and the dialogue like you kind of see the cracks in the dialogue where it's like okay this character hasn't said anything new to me for three hours because I can't figure out which door is hungry for a fish or something, which doesn't make any sense anyway. But this, like, the characters always feel fresh because you are introduced to them. And like you said, you fresh. just... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it, every time you're just coming to a new character except Pat, like, for real, they're really fresh. And that's the yeah. interesting thing you said there. It's very good. Um, also, I wasn't 100% sure if you were just like, they're fresh because you're oh. seeing them, or if it was because, I, I are alligators freshwater? Do they live in freshwater or saltwater? I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you fucking stew in this one. Oh, dude, alligators are primarily freshwater animals. They are exclusively very okay. fresh. I did now, it. I figured it out. Now, I was thinking about eating, you thought, I think, I thought you thought of, I was talking about eating alligators, like, like they're fresh. Like No way, fresh man. Alligator. There's no way. There's no way. I could after never this, eat Pat. After this, I'm not eating an alligator anymore. <laughs> was that a staple of your diet previously? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, I actually did have gator nuggets at uh, really? at the That's state fair. Weird. They they were just like stringy chicken. It wasn't very good. It that was doesn't okay. sound good. And also, now you would have to think about Pat the whole time you're eating them. And I couldn't do that to myself. Yeah, let's not get into the the let's morality not talk about of eating, eating that. No, yeah, let's not do it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's gonna gross a couple people out. And we're trying to be hey. um, kid friendly with this one. Yeah, we've kind of thrown that one right out the window, huh? Didn't didn't start too great with that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh so yeah I, I i think i don't know i don't really know that i have much more to say on that i just really Dope. like the the turn on the point and click style adventure game uh, and i guess as long as we're talking about that uh, i don't know what your history with uh, edutainment games is i don't even know if you've ever heard that word yeah, edutainment for sure. yeah um so these would be games again primarily designed for children that are designed to be not surprisingly, educational and entertaining at the same time. Um, and I played not like a small amount of these as a kid, but uh, not a ton either. I have a lot of experience with like the Dr. Brain series of games and the Carmen Sandiego series of games and uh, Logical Journey of the Zumbinis, which absolutely slaps. It's an amazing game. Um, but the this game puzzle. gave me a lot. <laughs> that pizza puzzle was so hard. That that one, that one I don't like. That one makes me very angry to this day. Um <laughs> This game gave me a lot of vibes like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, some of the puzzles especially, like there's, you know, the ones where you're sliding pictures or you're just straight up doing the Towers of Hanoi, like those are staple edutainment type puzzles. Um, and it, it felt good. It felt good to kind of like slip back into this but have it scaled up, no pun intended, for adults. Uh, and I think that that was that, – that felt – Really good. I don't know if you got any of that when you were playing the yeah. game, though, but I couldn't shake that vibe at all. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, yeah. And then pure silence. No, okay. So uh, I for sure got a lot of these kind of edutainment vibes from uh, a lot of these mini games. And I think it's because they, of obviously their subject matter, like you talked about them, but also I love the kind of nice balance they have and not all of them have this but some of them do where it's i almost liken them a little bit 
to a longer form WarioWare uh, games where mm. the challenge is grasping the initial concept of how to do it. The challenge isn't actually playing the game. So like the best example is like um, the there's a grill that you have to uh, maintain and make sure that it's not breaking. Yeah. Once I learned that there's like a TV that's attached to it. And once I learned that (laughs) when the TV, the news station is on fire and that's being displayed on the TV. And I'm like, so I don't, I don't care. But I saw the like, Oh no, it's going bad meter going up. I'm like, Oh, Oh. And I grabbed the fire extinguisher and I dragged it over the TV. And it's like that kind of stuff where it's challenging because it's your first time going through and you're learning on the go that I think that makes these games kind of like, they're not logical thinking. They're like quick thinking in a way that I, I really love. And I think I got that vibe from it. Whereas I think a lot of other games in this, uh, in here are some of those logical ones that I like quite a a decent amount, but I didn't play as much of those games when I was younger. Mm. Uh, so I think I enjoyed and got that feeling from the quick games a lot and reminded me a lot of like WarioWare and shit like that, that interesting stuff like that. I really liked Hmm. Yeah, you and I are very different in that respect because those games, like the, the the one you were mentioning where there's a grill and a bunch of different things that you have to keep track of in this meter, like, I didn't love that one. And part of the reason I didn't love it is because, like, I accidentally picked up the fire extinguisher and threw it off the screen and then you just, like, have to sit there and wait to lose. Oh, um, well, that, that wasn't That wasn't particularly fun. But I, I really did, you know, and again, I loved these logic ones. I loved the, the Towers of Hanoi on Pancakes, which yeah, was, that was fun. fun. Uh, there's like a spot the difference game. That one was less fun, but Oof. it still brought me back to to the old yeah. days. Um, it's it's a I, lot of school nostalgia for some yeah, somehow. If and I, don't I know could how be they playing this it. game in school, I could definitely be in fifth grade playing this game or oh, third grade or whenever I played them. I would have loved this game when I like in like and that's not even to make it sound like oh yeah. this is a baby's game. You know what I mean? Like there's some good humor <laughs> in here, but I would have I would have like, I would have been in love with this game. Oh yeah, I'm, hey man, I'm still in love with this game, and oh, I'm older. Sure. It's it's just ah, oh, it's so charming. It's absolutely the most charming game I've ever played. But yeah, I I, Whoa. I love. Damn. That's probably not true. That's probably not true. But it might be. I don't know. I don't have a, a way to measure that. Um, but yeah, I I loved stepping into that kind of edutainment type vibe. It it felt it felt comforting in a way that I didn't expect games like that to to still feel good. I expected to kind of not care about them anymore yeah. now that I'm older because I'm a real gamer now. I play Halo. Um, right, right. I, don't, I haven't played Halo in so long. I don't know why I picked that one. Um, but so, yeah, it, 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 felt, it felt really good. I fell down an interesting rabbit hole where I watched mm. a lot of YouTubers who play like edutainment games and like do full reviews on them and like talk about their experience with them. And yeah fucking some of these games are so i think i think a lot of the feelings i have that are attributed to this as well as the cartoony style like yeah i think like like when i look at like things like pajama sam while not as you know does it looks way better than that but it was a much different time like as mm-hmm. a later alligator looks much better than that i think the kind of like bouncy cartoony style is really only achievable and works well in an environment like this and i don't know i think it's really neat um, yeah i think that that style definitely carries it i i had um you know I, cause when i was playing through this game i again was consistently impressed with how funny it it continued to be 
where I could see myself enjoying it. Like, obviously, I was enjoying it right now and laughing, but I could also see myself enjoying it if, if I was much younger, uh, because a lot of the jokes would go right over my head. But that didn't matter, because it was, like, fun to watch and listen to the cute alligators. Um, and it gave me a, a real, like, Adventure Time-style vibe, uh, which is just, like, uh, that is a show that I know people of pretty much all ages that love. Not as much now, because it's been going for a long time, and a lot of people think it's gotten worse, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it, it gave me that style of vibe of, like, hey, there are a lot of different levels to appreciate this at, kind of no matter your age range you will find something to really like out of this game and that's so so rare in video games i feel like where there are games that are intended for kids and like the gameplay loop might be fun as an adult you know if you're playing like a racing game or whatever but it's it's kind of hard to find a game that you think will be enjoyable by people of all ages this yeah. argument holds up less so right now with things like Untitled Goose Game coming out and Donut County having been out just like last year. Um, I feel like there's a lot more games that fit into this now, but I I always appreciate when a game can manage to strike that balance because I feel like it just it very, very rarely happens, and it feels like a much more impressive feat than just making a pretty good game that, you know... 18 to 25 year old males will be really into because like that's just that's most games on the market right now right well and i mean most games that apply to or appeal to 18 to 25 year old males also appeal to 18 and under males as well like yeah you know what i mean like i i, I think that that and, and actually it's interesting because a lot of games that are built to a uh, appeal to that that uh older audience are often appealing to younger audiences and then vice versa like it's interesting how my game purchases have changed as I've gotten older, where it's like, I don't know. I buy games for the podcast. Otherwise, I have a Switch, and that's about it. Like, I just buy games for my Nintendo Switch a lot, and that's about all I do. So it's, I don't yeah, know. That's, that's always an interesting topic to think about. It's like, when I was a kid, I mean, I still fucking, I played all the Nintendo games, but I did have a period where I'm like, Nintendo's for fucking babies. <laughs> you know? Remember, like, literally five minutes ago in the podcast when you were like, we're trying to make this one, you know, kid-friendly, <laughs> and then you said fuck, like, four times in one sentence? <laughs> I can't help myself. This is <laughs> no, Nobody's gonna... Well, we'll bleep it all in post. We won't. We won't. I don't, we won't. I'm not gonna do that. Okay, funny, so I want, to talk, I want to talk about something here, because this yeah. is something that I felt... And certainly in my pessimistic hour of just, like, playing this game and being kind of just feeling grumpy about it. I was about mm. to say shitty, and I said grumpy. Ah, yeah, crap. It doesn't, it doesn't. I still said, ah, cheese and crackers. I still said shitty. Oh, cheese and crackers. So, um, speaking of cheese and crackers, this reminds me a lot of, like, similar humor styles um, to things like Dream Daddy or, like, I would call modern humor i don't even know i feel like that's true but there there was a talk that alex was mentioning from the writer of dream daddy about this that he recommends that i listen to so that means that you should all listen to it um, that's true but uh, you keep talking while i find the name of that to plug it again great um so i really i really do, i i don't even know how to label it or describe it but there's something about this kind of like new wave of humor where it's this like really nice kind of balance between satire and self-awareness and some there's always a, some form of like poking at society it's like the best way i can describe it and think about it is like south park light 
Like, it's not, hmm. like, really mean or anything like that, like South Park sometimes is. I think it's very kind of, like, a light version of this kind of, like, self-aware satire or awareness of other things that are existing in the world. Um, I would hmm, I would actually almost push back. I, I stop myself because I say I want to push back on that too much in my daily life now, and I need to stop. I need to push back on the concept of saying push back so much. Um, I, I think it is maybe I, I would I would hesitate to describe it as like South Park light. I understand the comparison you're going for there, but I, I don't think it is any less aware of what it is. I don't think it is any less like steeped in irony. I think it is just very like almost sincere in that irony. It, it like it has less of an interest in using that awareness to try and deconstruct things and more and using that to kind of like build itself up and kind of like wink and nudge without being, directly one-to-one relatable to a specific issue or idea. Um, and I, I think that style of humor is is becoming more prevalent, um, like you said. And I just, I want to make sure that I... I hmm, Let me give you I, a... I don't pra- want to step on your point. No, bad. no, no, that's fair. That's, I I mean, listen, if we agreed, also, if, if, if everything was roses or something that saying that goes like that, it would yep. be boring. I don't know. I don't fucking know. If we agreed about everything, it would be boring. So I, I love it because I literally don't know what saying you're trying to do. If everything was roses, it'd all be boring. Someone's going to know. So if, if I don't know. Whatever. Uh, the talk, before I forget, was how to write games for the internet without embarrassing yourself. It was a GDC talk by Leighton Gray. Go check it out. Interesting. Well, I have I have a practical example. Okay. Of, of this kind of humor. You're talking to Two-Ton Tony, who is an alligator dad. Um, mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. this is literally the perfect example <laughs> of the kind of humor that I'm talking about. He says, uh, he says you're having some sort of conversation. I'm just going to piece this out. And he says, unless you're talking about my wife uh, stopping her <laughs> yammering. Now, there's an event I'd like to see. Well, actually, I love her very much and deeply appreciate the mutual respect and affection that is present between us. I only know how to communicate in relationships through dated humor that stems from the sexism present in sitcoms. <laughs> yes, okay. That's so you fu- fucking you did, funny. You did pick the most deconstructive one in the entire game. I, it and is. And that one is perfect. It's perfect and great, and I love it. It's so funny, but, like, this is... It's, a, it's an extreme version of a lot of the humor that's in this game. And I think sometimes it shines through. Sometimes I think they're able to use different styles of humor. And I do think it's diverse in its humor, where... To be honest, like, I thought about Dream Daddy quite a bit, and, like, it was very, like, dad, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? And it's humor, mm-hmm. and I think this is a little bit my, more diverse in that, but I, I don't know, I still love both I, those games. Yeah, I agree that it's more diverse, but I think that's by nature of every character basically just being a setup for one joke. Sure. Um, so sure. it nothing will get, like, tried and boring, right? Like, it... it you know, there's an old grandpa character who is selling bugs, and that's, like, his whole thing. And you're like, you know, he has a bunch of, like, his whole thing is he's old, and old people are, like, forgetful and weird. And, like, it works because it is, like, a minute long. Like, the total amount of dialogue you have with him is a minute long. But, he, you know, he keeps making jokes about, like, oh, sorry, I might not have caught that. I have this condition where I stop listening and think about the war. And, like, it's great. <laughs> and I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but I think if you were trying to make a full character out of that, that style of humor would get very tired after 
you know, 10 or 15 minutes. So I think that's kind of why they are rapid fire hitting a bunch of different styles of humor. Um, and, you know, a lot of them very similar, but it's all kind of got its own sort of gag to it. And I think that's that's why it works so well. But, I, yeah, I agree that, like, postmodern, post-postmodern deconstructionist humor is, like... God, it just it works for me every single time, man. It's like I don't know if I'm just a, a schmuck, but every single time it's <laughs> like, no, that's great. It's always great. It's always perfect. <laughs> he also says I convey affection through heartless critique. I learned it from my father, which is so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> All right, so Ugh. moving moving light, right along because. You know, I don't want to just keep quoting two ton yes, Tony because no, I will. I will. Oh, you do will you read want that? every line of his, and it'll be another minute and a half. <laughs> do you want that? I do, but not right now. Ah, fuck. Um, okay. All right. All right. So let's let's move on. I again, I, this is going to be a shorter episode. Uh, I do want to talk about, generally speaking, just the sound design in later Alligator because. I it's so perfect. Uh, it's just, I don't want to just gush about it, but I think the way that everything kind of lines up, everything has a very good and tactile is the wrong word because that's specifically about touch. But like the button, you'll get like, a, hey, pop up, you got a family, you got a puzzle piece or you got a family card or whatever. And there's a, a button that you press to kind of go from that sc- screen to continue. And it has like almost exactly the Nintendo Switch noise. And it feels so good and satisfying hmm. to press every time just because of the way that's linked up. I don't know. There's something in my brain that makes that good. But, like, the Interesting. the dialogue that all the characters have, when it pops onto screen, it doesn't make that, like, you know, 80s RPG text noise when it scrolls across the screen. It makes, like, a really fun kind of bouncy, almost squeaky noise every time a word appears. And it kind of, like, moves at a stilted pace. So it just kind of the sound design there feeds into the overall aesthetic in a way that I feel like I rarely see in games. Like, this, the the music is phenomenal. The music is, all of it's great. All of it's very, like, jazzy and bluesy and fun, and it's all by Too Mellow, and you can check it all out on Spotify if you haven't, you know, mm. played the game, but also you should just play the game. Uh, but just the overall sound design really all fed together? Fed together? It really all fit together in a way that... um. I don't know, it, it elevated the whole experience for me in a way that I am not usually cognizant of when I am playing a game. And I, it, it stood out so much that I kind of needed to say something about it. Sure. I think, I mean, it's kind of the same nature of, like, sometimes no no news is good news. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes when you don't notice something, that means it's done perfectly. But sometimes when something is done, like, so well you kind of like can't help but notice how great it is or like yeah. it just puts a big smile on your face for me uh the sound design i thought was was pretty good it didn't like stand out to me the same way but i when you talk about that kind of stuff it makes me like <sighs> i love hearing about that kind of stuff cuz i like the idea that we're so it just i'm not saying like you and i i mean just people in general mm-hmm. are so aware of things like that that everything that a person makes is kind of like thought out in that way is something that i find really i don't know i find it super beautiful to think like the creator of this intentionally thought about you know how it feels to press a okay button you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. in like creating that 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 thought and that feeling it makes me feel it makes me feel not thought for but very um 
uh, I guess connected maybe is a good word. Yeah, like, I like, think that's fair, and I, I, it like gives you understood me in that moment. Yeah, it, it the I like indie games, like smaller indie games, like we sometimes play on the podcast, like this, because you know that like the same very small team was touching all of these elements, and that's how you can oftentimes get that level of cohesion that you wouldn't get, and like you know larger AAA games or even just like larger games in general, like this all feels very authored it feels like they went through it with a fine-tooth comb to be like all right does this feel good can we make this feel better um and and it it shows all the way through i think sure and i i also i gotta say what i love about the music is they do that thing and i just like you're talking about when you're a sucker for this humor i'm a sucker for this music uh method i guess you could call it when they take the same song and an event and they remix it to fit the theme of the character mm -hmm. so it feels like there are a ton of different songs when in actuality it's the same melody and beat that you can kind of jive to that just has a different feeling about it so like there's like cool alligator game uh uh rough alligator game and like you know nerdy one and it, yeah, they all cute alligator game. yeah yeah they're all the same uh melody uh just kind of like toned differently and it's just some of them are my favorite. Some of them, like, when I listen to them, remind me of different characters. And I'm someone who I love listening to a soundtrack after I finish the game. It reminds me of it, and it puts me in that headspace so easily. And I think, like, this one does it for me in that way where I'm like, oh, yeah, I can get back into that headspace and thinking about the wacky, zany hijinks I had with the different alligator characters. Yeah, and it does it, it, does it really well. Do you think it does that more... If it's variations on a theme as opposed to if it's just completely different songs for new characters and new areas? Oh, no, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. okay. I, cool. I, I'm down for both of them, but I, I think it really works from a perspective of like, hey, I don't want to write a new song for every single character. And when yeah. you have a fucking bop and it just sounds great over and over again, like just use it with different variations. And the funny thing is, is I don't notice it till like, towards i'm like towards the end and i'm like oh yeah those are all the same song like oh yeah, yeah duh mm -hmm. as long mm -hmm. as you space them out properly you don't even notice it and that's that's what i kind of like mental mind game beauty art shit that i love that's like listen we didn't have the budget to make all these songs so let's just write a couple and then but have also them. i i it's not to again stop on your point there but i think the it works especially well in later alligator because all of the areas and all the characters are, you know, they're all family members. They're all uh, alligators. Yeah. It feels very similar. Like if every character and area you went to in near automata had the same bop that was a little different, it would feel <laughs> really weird and out of place. But because in this game, it's all meant to kind of mesh together. I think it works a lot better. Also, I love that you said when you've got a bop, because then I thought of like, oh, yeah, like kids bop, like kids fucking bop, man. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, man, I don't know why I never put together that it's probably called kids bop because it's a bunch of kids singing a bunch of bops. Um, but that's that's where my head was at when you were saying that. So, you know, sometimes, when we, talk, <laughs> sometimes when we talk after the podcast, it's kind of like, oh, like 
what did you think about how it went and stuff like that? And like, we talk about active listening sometimes because like we talk about chaining <laughs> conversations and making natural transitions. And I'm just so happy you were thinking about kids bop while I was developing that, no, that I, thought and feeling. Clearly, no, 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 I no, no, no. thought about what you said. Yeah, no, it was like a for four sure. second tangent in my head. For sure. Like, I never understood why it was called kids bop or not. I just did. It didn't no, think of it. Stew but it now that longer. bop is back in the vernacular. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and stew it longer. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I'm not getting out of this one. That one's on me. I didn't. I did no. not active listen to you, Duncan. I apologize. It's, it's just but funny. Kids bop. It's just funny. That's all. Uh, I think. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we just talk about funny sequences and gators for like five minutes? I, I mean, not really. But I wish I did. <laughs> I mean, me too. But I think we we pretty much yeah. mined this one. I think we got a lot of like. Good I think stuff. you just we, gotta play it. You just gotta play it. Yes. Okay. If you have not played it, go pick it up. Nothing we said spoils it to the point where it's not fun or interesting anymore. Again, yeah. it's only like I think I didn't quite hundred percent it, but got a good deal of everything in like two hours, two and a half hours. It's real short. It's real fun. Uh, you can play with your kids if you're listening and you've got kids, or if you you're listening listen and you are a kid. kid. You cannot listen to this with your kid. You have to be at least 13 to listen to this. <laughs> okay. Well, this, this is now the spoiler territory. If you enter here, you will... The game will be more ruined for you. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, who's your favorite gator? Oh, man. it's uh, Oh, it's so hard to pick a favorite gator. I really like the... Okay. It's a tie between the bug dealer, Grandpa. He's um, very again, good. He's very good. He talks about going into the war, and he's got my favorite bit in the whole game when he talks about, like, his wife being, you know, in a terrible wheat shredder accident. Um, <laughs> and then just, like, turning and falling through, like, the grate in the floor. And then he's like, that's the last time we saw her. And the first time we started hearing those weird basement screams. Which is <laughs> so good. And then you do, like, a little puzzle to put back together the picture of his wife. And then he's like, ah, good, and accidentally drops it. And on the other side is the picture of his secret other wife. He's like, oh, you found that, huh? Could you? And she's like you a that one together too. Instructor for some <laughs> reason, which is great. So good, yeah, yeah, it's so good, man. I love it. Uh, it's a tie between them and then virtually everybody in the very adult bar. Oh, everyone in the very adult bar is amazing. Um, I gotta say, design wise and like style wise, Joni. I think that's how you pronounce their name. Mm-hmm. The the like cool like pinball wizard person yeah. alligator. Mm-hmm. I love their design. I love the like <laughs> like kind of like cool quaff they have and the the uh, eyeliner kind of. I don't know. It's just a cool character. But it's um, a good looking character. Their pinball the pinball mini game was okay, but it wasn't yeah. even a. Eh, it wasn't very. It good was at one all. of the weaker mini games. It was For fine. Sure. It was. It didn't like take me out of, but it was fine. Yeah. Um. I gotta say. Um, I laughed the hardest at uh, Blue Eyes. Oh shit! I forgot his Tom? full name. No, it's not Tom. No. Anyways, he's this like pinstripe thug mobster, like mob boss kind of looking. Tony. Yeah, yeah. Blue Eyes Tony, something like that. And you're also wearing pinstripes, <laughs> so you have this like long conversation about. He's like, Ah, you think you could just walk in here wearing pinstripes? <laughs> like you can't do. That. I'm wearing <laughs> pinstripes. And then you play like a tough guy game where. 
for some he's using a spoon and you're well, using yeah, a knife. He's not actually a tough guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the punchline for sure. And um you're uh playing the game where you stab between your fingers and you have to like repeat his pattern, but mm-hmm. every time you like get to the next stage he's like, "All right, you got to up the ante." And you have like actual like really <laughs> sharp killer you start, knives. You start with the spoon just like he does and then, like the back of a butter knife and then, like a giant combat knife. <laughs> yeah. He stops you the first time you hit him between your fingers like, "Whoa! What's up? What's up with that huge knife?" Yeah. And then he uh he hits his own finger and he's like, "Oh, I got an owie." Like it's so perfect. It, it doesn't oh. even sound that funny here, uh, but I, I promise you, it's amazing in the thing. Uh, yeah. So those are that's probably he's probably he's probably the hardest gator I laughed at. But I also do love Two Ton Tony. I think he was pretty funny too. Yeah, I I really liked um, also Mac or the knife Mac the knife. The oh knife. yeah, the, the guy who's like, hey, I'm you know out here trying to be nonchalant and practice being cool. Anyway, do you want to like? You know, he's getting ready to go on a date or trying to, like, practice dating. And then he's like, hey, do you want to go on a date with me? Just like a practice sort of thing. And you're like, yeah, okay. I wonder what this mini game will be. And it just goes into, like, a visual novel dating sim with a totally different art style and music. And you're, like, making dialogue choices on how to date him. And it's, uh, it completely took me by surprise. And I, I cracked up at that one. Yeah, it was um, and it was kind of sweet too, cause you're like he works at a school as a counselor or a, a hall guy, I don't know, and he mm. uh, he like he has to go to his school because it's the place you're gonna go to practice, cause he has to go there anyways. Uh, but I had a hard time with that mini game. It took me like two or three times, cause I just couldn't get the right responses, cause I couldn't yeah. get a good read on him. It's weirdly obtuse about what it, it wants and needs from you because I finished the first time and he was like, hey, this was like really fun. I hope we can do this again. I'm really glad we met you. And like, that's a, a failure state. And I was like, that seems weird. Uh, you have to get all the right choices. And then, he, you know, it's happier or whatever. But that that one was a little, the mini game itself was a gag, but the actual like having to choose the right responses felt a little weird and, and kind of out of place. I want to ask you, because we're heading mm-hmm. towards the end of this. If you were an alligator in this oh, universe, no. if you're an alligator in this universe, what district would you be in, and what would your mini game be like? What kind of problem would you have? Mm, that's Give a me. good question. Let's let's workshop this together. I think. Okay. I, I think she, uh, district hmm. would be downtown. I think. You think you'd be a downtown boy? I would definitely be either a downtown or at the park, but I think I would be downtown, boy. All right, let's put you in downtown. So, okay. I think you're going to own your own shop. Yeah? Kind that of, feels good. Kind of, right, right. kind of like an entrepreneur type thing, you know? Are you an entrepreneur, though? I would not describe myself as okay. such. No. Alex is a street vagrant. <laughs> He's asking. There we go. <laughs> uh, what kind of, I don't know, like, what do you, hmm trying to think of the kind of qualms or issues that you have Mm, it's a good question you would help me figure out my life and direction in it but that would make it too real for this game (laughs) but it would be like set in an ironic tone so it'd be like i'm very sad and depressed (laughs) it would be good you would help me figure out direction in my life but the game would take it very literally and it would be like i feel like i need to go north more and then you would just sort of like have to point me in a bunch of cardinal directions to get through something like a little Mm. maze or something Mm, you'd have a little maze game 
I'd have a little maze game, but like not like a maze like we had with the flashlight. It'd be like one of those top-down mazes where you like tilt the ball around to get it into a hole, like one of those uh, wooden ones. It'd be right. like that. Okay. That'd be my mini game for sure. I like that. I like that. And the middle would just say like satisfaction with life, and then you drop the ball in there, and I'd be like, I feel great now. Here's what I'm bringing to the surprise party. <laughs> what would you bring to the surprise party? Oh, <laughs> audio files. Yeah. <laughs> Just bring a bunch of mixtapes of our podcast. A half-baked podcast is what I'm bringing to the table. Uh, it's what I bring to the table every week in here. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Did you have one? Do you know what you would be? I've thought about it a little bit. I um, I, I noticed that there's no cooking gator in this. Mm, and I've there's been... a grill gator, but no cooking gator. You're right. Yeah, and that brings us to our first sponsor. HelloFresh <laughs> is a service where you can send alligators food for free to them but you pay for it hello fresh water alligator here's a meal for you i feel like uh i would definitely be a cooking alligator right now uh i think you would have to like toss different combinations of ingredients or like help me fill out orders for people mm. as they come into a restaurant interesting i, I like, like that, that. i like that i one. like that yeah. or would, feed would my be... giant family because <laughs> <laughs> everyone has giant families in this Oh, that's good. Well, do you have any closing thoughts about Later Alligator? I had one, but I don't remember it. Later so. Alligator is an experience. An experience I would recommend to anyone in the market for and just wanting to enjoy something that you just spend a little bit of time with. You just click around. It's such a beautifully distracting game from whatever's going on in your life. And it offered me a little bit of respite, a little bit of an island on this 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 journey that we call life. And I loved it. And I think you put you that play it. right on the back of the box. That whole quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you uh, laughing? That was a very. Uh, it was serious. inspirational. It just it started off very no, like. I mean, you. It started it off like funny. you were trying to answer a political question. Well, Later alligator is an experience. An experience that I I don't know, man. It just that's the later, I stopped because I knew I was gonna try and slip into a bad Obama and I didn't want to do that to myself. I was gonna try and do a Joe Biden meme, but I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> oh good. This is a kid friendly episode. Um, <laughs> Kids love Joe Biden. What are you talking that's about? That's the problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the problem. Well, go yeah, to your I, I, thoughts. I agree with Duncan. It's a, an experience and it's a good stop on the ride of life. Um yeah, man. Later Alligator, it was great. I, I loved it. I think, like you said, it was a it was a good kind of palate cleanser from a lot of the type of media that I typically tend to indulge in that, you know, has a tendency to be darker or has a tendency to try and, like, reflect back a lot about society in, you know, a very heavy-handed way. Uh, and I think this this game didn't do that. I think it, it the game sits atop its charm in a way that works extraordinarily well. Um, I think it is, like I said, earlier incredibly charming and i think it's just a bunch of like really coherent pieces it's a very it's a very well put together game in the way that everything just kind of meshes together in in one seamless package uh, and also steam reviews are wild and that's a total tangent here but i was looking at the steam reviews for this game and it was very positive and i was like yeah that tracks i wonder why it's not overwhelmingly positive i wonder how many negative reviews there are and there's three out of 280 and that doesn't count as overwhelmingly positive isn't that a bunch of crock of bullshit because oh you don't have enough reviews to be overwhelmingly positive piss off 
Piss Honestly, off, Steve. Everybody I'm going to Epic it. Game Store. <laughs> There's no reviews over there, so we know it's good. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, yeah. I like no. the Epic Game Store. Fucking hang me. See if I care. Yeah. Yeah. Come at me, gamers. Come at me, gamers. Um, I'll fuck you. <laughs> this one's good for kids, right? <laughs> a good kid-friendly episode. <laughs> I will fuck you. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. If you don't want to hear this kind of stuff, you can. I'm I'm fine with it. Leave us a negative iTunes review. Be like, that was stupid. That was don't, bad. Don't don't. We need overwhelmingly positive iTunes reviews. Yeah, you, we can't have enough. We don't have enough fucking <laughs> reviews. Uh, I'm doing it again. Uh, so yeah, oh. no, for real though, it does help out. Apparently, I don't know how how Steve Jobs is doing it now a days. Well, he's dead, so. He's not. I don't know how he's doing it nowadays. <laughs> so uh, it does apparently help. So if you left an iTunes review, we'd really appreciate it. Um, if you want to let us know about a game we should play, send us anything or like uh, have a question about a game we've previously played, uh, please send us an email to thoughtsfromplayer1 at gmail.com. Our Twitter yeah. handle is at thoughtsfromp1, like the number one. And our Facebook is you just search the damn thing and it's there for you. Yeah. If you want to talk about us on Twitter, do at us. We will engage in conversation with you. Um, we don't know so if you don't at us. That's true. We won't know if you don't at us, which maybe it's what you want. Maybe you want to be like, yo, I listen to this dumb kid friendly podcast where one <laughs> of the hosts would not stop talking about fucking things. And like that's, you know. Don't add us about that one. That one's probably not good for us. But yeah, uh, we'll we'll happily engage in conversation with you. Okay. Uh, Alex, would you like to hit us with the closer? Hey, you can't do that to me, Duncan. We've got three years built up. Also, we've had we've been going for three years. We didn't even mention it. Happy three year, I guess. <laughs> this is like this episode is I think two weeks after the three year anniversary of us posting our first episode. And we just I just forgot to mention in the last two podcasts we did. Hello everyone. I know that this is jarring you are um you're coming into this post social media if you're still here and if you are still here we used to have a certain saying at the thoughts from player one um uh the old the old the old recording room that we're in <laughs> yes we used to Very say vibrant to close um pleasure doing business with you and um we talked to our managers we talked to our social media reps we've done a lot of research and thinking and honestly with all the remakes that are coming out i mean crash bandicoot spyro all that kind of stuff we're thinking mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. aladdin aladdin mulan is coming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's just let's just remaster this an- uh, uh, outro <laughs> <laughs> We remastered that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> let's uh, remaster that outro. You know, it, it, let's it, do it. It's, bring it back. Let's 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 redefine what an, the outro was because everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. It was a beloved outro, and now we're going to bring it to a higher level. We've we've got we're better at recording things. We're better at speaking sentences and pronunciation. As <laughs> 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 evidenced by. The accent you decided to throw on in the middle of that sentence. We are much better at this. So, to celebrate our three-year anniversary, it's a pleasure doing business with you. Good night. 
I think that's good. I think we can work with that. Maybe throw like an old-timey filter on there. It's a pleasure to I'm at a post-production. Ah, ah, ah. It's a, it's a pleasure doing baseball.